Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? I do. The excitement of walking down the aisle, scanning the names in the artwork, and finally picking out the movie you're going to take home with you. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era and streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your couch, but there was something truly special about making that trip, picking a movie out by hand, and rewinding the part where Tawny asked to borrow Bernie's boat to go skiing. On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte, and joining me as always, two schmucks on the 6 o'clock ferry, Sean Pryor and AJ Vince. How the heck are ya? My eyes are open. Doesn't mean I'm alive. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I yeah. I figured sunglasses would be apt for this. Yeah. Are you going to wear sunglasses the whole episode? I might if, I mean, I might not be able to read. So. Our boy Josh Ross. Uh, so <laughs> Josh Ross. <laughs> Hope you're listening, buddy. Love you. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for being here. You're at the beginning of an episode where we take a classic movie that you love from childhood and give you every single bit of information you could ever need about the movie while dissecting it scene by scene. That's me. Stay tuned. Before we get into the movie, here are your tasks as listeners. You leave us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. Yep. You sign up for our Patreon to direct directly support the show, get all these perks like voting on upcoming movies, weekly bonus audio. You do that at patreon.com slash confused breakfast. Mm-hmm. You also mm-hmm. subscribe and watch us on YouTube. You'll see my Natalie and Brulia Jonathan Davis shirt right now if you watch us. Pretty cool. You buy some merch. You like us on social media accounts. Everything you need, you go to confusedbreakfast.com or check the episode notes for the show. Yeah. But most importantly... When you crack a beer, you call your best friend. You go, you got to listen to the Confused Breakfast Podcast. It's nostalgia cool. Word of mouth. Ever heard of it? (laughs) And the last thing you can do is you can call us at (laughs) 319-804-9596. Leave us a voicemail. Here's today's voicemail. Hey, guys. This is Brian and Joey from Orange County, New York. Uh, We both love the show. Uh, We have movie nights here at our house pretty regularly. And uh, my favorite movie nights are when we get to watch a movie with the kids uh, from my childhood. Uh, so when I stumbled upon your podcast, uh, I immediately fell in love with it. My son Joey has come to really enjoy it as well. And I coach his basketball team, so when we drive to and from practices or games, as soon as he hops in the car, it's, Jack, we put on the Confused Breakfast podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. Um was thrilled to see that you guys have done Princess Bride, which is probably my favorite movie of all time. Nice. Uh, and Joey's really loving it, too. So Joey's got a couple of requests for you. Here's Joey. Hi, guys. I really like your podcast. 
uh, can you please do these movies, Titanic and Jaws? Thanks, guys. Looking forward to it again. Brian and Joey from Orange County, New York. Uh, Joey's 10. I'll be dad. Thanks, guys. Nice. There's so much to unpack here because, first of all, hell of a dad yeah. getting your kid, Joey, turned on to all these awesome <clears throat> classic movies. Heck yes. yes. Also questionable that you're letting <laughs> Joey listen to our swear words. Yeah. Now we're, now we're going to be all self-conscious about yeah. it. Yeah. Joey, don't say our swears, okay? Yeah. Don't don't use swears. Joey, okay? make it like but, six more years before you start using some of these words, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I also got to say, a little bit of a low blow using your kid to make a uh, movie request, <laughs> yeah. bro. Uh, now we uh, have to do them, <laughs> well, but so- I respect it, and I've, I've it actually made me tear up almost as much as some of those other requests. <laughs> yeah. A nice, nice message, Sean. Would had. you like to personally tell Joey what's going to be happening in August? Joey, just for you, my man. We are doing Jaws. Yeah. You kind little guy. It's coming um, in August. It's going to be so. We're going to call it Seventies Summer. Yeah, we're doing four movies from the Seventies, and Jaws is going to be one of them. It's so. going. Got it. Yep. Hope you uh, hope you stick around and listen. And sorry for all the swears, but we're, uh, we're very sorry. Your dad's uh, your dad's pretty dang cool. <laughs> yep, pretty hip, pretty hip guy. Hip hip, hip guy. <laughs> okay, boys, it is time to introduce today's movie. On this episode, we discuss a movie that proved that you can make an audience laugh at any topic, even death. A movie that, whether we knew it <laughs> or not favorite. at the time, got us all ready for the perils of corporate America. The only 80s movie that inspired a dance craze in the 21st century. We we're, of course, talking about 1989's Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> The Bernie, <laughs> which is not from this movie, but you know, we'll get whatever that. It, it is, you know. And for those looking to find this one, uh, as of the recording in mid May 2002, I found it on Prime, Prime membership, and yeah. YouTube TV. So nice. yes. it is available if you have those subscriptions, definitely. So, in order to properly dissect and review this movie with a modern eye, we must first discuss it with pure nostalgia. AJ, we're going to start with you. Tell us the first time you saw this movie and what your nostalgic rating is. I've never seen it. (laughs) I've never seen it. Uh, No, I have seen it. I have seen it, guys. But it's it was definitely a TV watch, and it was during the summer. Oh yeah, it's always a summer movie. It's it's a summer TBS movie. Like that's what it is. We back to weekend at Bernie's. John Travolta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, they called it. They they play Weekend at Bernie's every day of the weekend <laughs> yeah. on like a Memorial Day or something. Heck yeah! Back to Weekend at Bernie's for your yeah. weekend at yeah. Bernie's. You know the you know how we do Christmas Story for twenty four hours. Well, we do Weekend at Bernie's all year <laughs> long, all, all summer. Uh, but I, I, every single time I would watch this or I, I would catch it, if there wasn't somebody else sitting there with me. That channel got changed. I'm gonna be real with you guys. No, I'm gonna be real with you guys. I was just like, I don't get it. Like, why is this guy like a puppet? Or like, is he sleeping? I don't understand. And then like, I think one of my brothers, or maybe one of my parents, like, no, he's dead. And it's like, oh, that's the joke, AJ. Oh, <laughs> oh, this is really weird. Then. I, I so. there's gonna be some reviews that are probably gonna be just like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just imagining it right now. Uh, and well, we'll have to get there. But what's so your, what's my rating, rating, my rating is honestly, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be generous here. I'm gonna give it a, a three point eight. <laughs> nice, <laughs> Sean. What about you, man? Uh, yeah, back in the day, it was just like on uh, probably TV, probably TBS of the weekend of Bernie, and um, I remember seeing the scene 
of Bernie just like on the couch. I think it's when they first discover him dead, and then they're like messing with him. And I was like, "What? What's going on? What, what is this? What's is he? What's is he just passed out or something?" And that's all I've seen of it. That's it. You never decided. Like I've you're never like I need to dive in further to see what's going never on. Never seen this movie in its entirety. Uh, I've just seen that part. So this is a first for me, and I can't really give it a rating. I'm really wow. glad that this is why we started this podcast is to force Sean into watch watching movies like this. <laughs> watching it movies makes me because guys, I am a nine and a half nostalgia. Oh my rating. god! This this movie was like for some reason. My family would watch this like before summer vacation. We'd be like, oh, it's summer. We're going to Florida. And like we would watch this movie and we would quote it. My grandma, I've mentioned her many times. My dad's mother has the best laugh in the entire world. Had R.I.P. Gloria. But uh, she would laugh so hard at this. Like this in Great Outdoors where like she, her laughing made you laugh even okay. harder. Because yeah. like the just so many scenes. I mean, we wore this VHS out. Just over and over and over. So I nostalgically am a 9.5. Wow. Nice. We'll see how it changes. But that takes us to a group nostalgic rating of 6.65. All right. Which puts us right above Bloodsport and right below Beetlejuice. Okay. <laughs> Bloodsport territory. Huh? That's right in the Bloodsport <laughs> territory. That's good stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, if you guys missed our bonus Top Gun Maverick episode, then you missed the big news on why these hot pepper products are sitting on our table today. Ooh. We have a brand new sponsor of the podcast called Pepper Joe's. If spicy foods fan your flames of hunger, Pepper Joe's has exactly what you're looking for. From salsas and jerkies, sauces and spices, and more, you're sure to find the spicy snack you're craving. They can also send you your very own hot pepper seeds to grow your own hot pepper That's plants. pretty cool. That's rad. If you don't want to mess around with growing it, they will actually send you the plant itself that is ready to go and that you really don't have to cultivate from scratch. You can just start growing it from there. All you plant moms and plant dads out there, you know, that's something fun. Yeah. I'm about to become a pepper daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <dude>. so, like <laughs> ghost peppers, Carolina reapers, habanero, scorpion, cayenne, jalapeno, and more from mild to extreme. They have you covered. So they hooked us up with a huge box of their incredible products like this tropical habanero hot sauce, sweet peach salsa, and mango habanero beef jerky, ooh, which by ooh, the way ooh. is unreal. It's so good. We have a hilarious new segment that will take place later in the show where we're going to give you a hot take about this movie while consuming very hot things. Very original. <laughs> yeah. No one has ever done anything Nobody. like this. <laughs> no one's ever so done So stay tuned. Because of Pepper Joe's, uh, because they're a new sponsor of the show, Confused Breakfast listeners get 10% off their oh. first order with promo code CONFUSED. If you're ready to spice up your life, head to Pepper Joe, singular, PepperJoe.com and use promo code CONFUSED at checkout for 10% off. Pepper Joe. Dot com link in the show notes and on our website. Nice, do it. Damn. So next is time to learn all the pertinent, important details of the movie. Sean, that's your job. Let's hear it. Produced by Victor Dry, Dre, and Bruce McNeil. Written by Robert Klein. Cinematography by Francois Potat. Music by Andy Summers. Edited by Joel E. Chapman. Stunt coordinator. Wanted to get him in there. Uh, Conrad Pal Palamis Palamisano. Oh yeah. Directed by Ted Kotcheff. Um weird weird movie for him because he is a kind of a, a more of a manly Didn't man he do director. Rambo? He First did Blood. he did First Blood <laughs> and um, an Australian movie called Wake and Fright which is a kind of a sleeper cult kind of movie that I implore everyone to check Didn't out. Didn't he then get into like softcore Cinemax films? That and then he he did a bunch <laughs> oh. of TV. But oh. you know like he he made like one of the 
most quintessential man movies yeah. of all time. It's, and then he's like, let's move on. It's such a this is such a weird departure from yeah. him. But um the cast, Andrew McCarthy, Jonathan Silverman, Catherine Mary Stewart, Terry Kisser, uh, Don Kaiser. Kaiser, Don Kalfa, Catherine Parks. Weekend at Bernie's was inspired by a Hindi movie called Just Let It Go, Friends. That's all I have about that. All right. <laughs> originally titled. Yeah, that's why we get Sean on this. <laughs> originally titled Hot and Cold. I don't like that. It's it's just weird. Like Weekend at Bernie's is such a, a better, it's more, it's more apt for the yes. type of movie that it is. Yeah. Uh, the film was originally written for Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. That's insane. The producers wanted an uh, older duo. Um, they would have been a lot more bankable, I, w- I would imagine. I think that would have so. worked out. In fact, you know what? I had an idea. What if on our Patreon episode we do like recasting of this movie? Yeah, I'm okay with Because I think there is some very cool people that could have been cast in this movie. Definitely. I already have my main two guys. Yes. I'll, you, you, you will hear my awesome take. Corey Haim and Corey <laughs> Feldman? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, uh, John Cryer was originally in mind for the role of Richard. I like that. Wow, uh, okay. Yeah. A lot of the scenes were just improvised on set, like the Monopoly scene and throwing Bernie off a deck. Uh, they had they had the script, and once everyone got on set, they kind of just threw this, it out, this sort would be of. funny if we did this. Some even crew members came up with some stuff to do, and they're like, okay, well, let's, just, let's just shoot it. We'll figure it out. I think that's kind of cool. Weekend at Bernie's was released on July fifth, nineteen eighty nine, on a budget of fifteen million. The film made thirty nine million at the box office and garnered one sequel. <laughs> That's all I got on this. Is not much, but uh, I have a question. Have you both seen the sequel? No, no. Okay. At the end of this, I'm going to ask you <laughs> to just to come up in your head, truth as truthfully as you can, how they were man- how they managed to do that a second time. Kind of like Home Alone 2. <laughs> yeah. Like, how are they going to do that again? Yeah. I'm going to ask you that at the end of this episode. Put them okay. on ice for four I'm years? I'm just going to ask you. Okay. <laughs> so before we get into the film review, AJ did some research for us, and he has some ratings and reviews to share. What do you got, AJ? We got one place, just like Bernie, throughout this entire movie. We're looking for the tomato, tomato meter. Gross. Bernie's a splat. That's splat. Not surprising. I understand. Yeah, fifty-four percent. On the tomato okay. meter, it is Not a splat. Bad. You want to know where that takes us? So on mm. the tomato meter of all the movies we have done, you said 54%? 54. Uh, that is a tie with Fast and Furious, nice. as far as the critics are concerned. Really? Okay. Yeah. That is a tie. That is a fun double feature. <laughs> I, I don't want that double feature. So I'm going to be honest with you. We're going to get a soundbite that just Mike goes, this is where it is on our list. And then it just goes, that'd be a cool double feature. <laughs> <laughs> cool double feature. I'll let you know if it is or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, the audiences agreed pretty pretty close. It was fifty seven percent. They spilled their popcorn on the way out. Yeah. Um, and then of course, <laughs> IMDb gave it a six point four. That's pretty low. That's bottom ten for anything we've done on IMDb. That is uh, slightly better than Red Dawn as far as the audience is concerned. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Let's, I'm, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm there. Okay. You're there. Oh. Well, that's it, guys. Thanks for tuning in yep. today. Uh, Thanks, guys. guys. <laughs> I saw some pretty bad critical reviews out there, so why not start with the Rolling Stone? Uh, all cast members seem willing to make total fools of themselves for our de- our delectation. Yes, <laughs> a fine, a fine yes. but futile gesture. The bad news is that even with such Yaman effects, yeah, oh boy, sorry. <laughs> the bad the bad news is that even with such Yaman efforts, it's still impossible to drag one tired joke around for nearly two hours. Like Bernie, the movie ends up dead on its feet. Mm. 
Is uh, that Peter Travers? Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah. How'd you how'd you guess Rolling that? Rolling Stone. He writes for Okay. He okay. does the all their only, film he's reviews. The writer he's Rolling the only Stone. guy. He's been doing it for like 120 years. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, Hal Henson at the Washington Post gave this a 37 out of uh, 100. Weekend at Bernie's is an unfettered but uninspired one joke movie. And of course, Roger Ebert had to put his two cents in. Uh, well, 25 cents in Rajiv. at 25 out of 100. Uh, we does he get, just, time out. Does he just change his rating system every time? I think so. You said, yeah. you said 25 out of 100. The last time we had Rajib, he mm-hmm. was like he was like four out of five stars. So call this one out of four stars. But just pick one. He does, he does like the star. He does like How the How many thumbs? And then the thumbs. It's like, yeah, yeah you only have two of You've them. You've only got two of those. You and can't so, go one and a half thumbs like you. Yeah. yeah. Five-eighths. Five-eighths thumbs. It's either, it's either zero, 50, or 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Raj. Shut up, Raj. Roll over again. Oh, uh, he's we, dead weight. Weekend, <laughs> at, <laughs> weekend at Bernie's makes two mistakes. It gives us a joke that isn't very funny, and it expects the joke to carry an entire movie. That's what he said about it. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's just it's just written in the script to for reviewers to have that comparison. Yeah. You know? It's it's like yeah it's dead weight you got to carry the whole movie on it's, it's okay Wait, also yeah. hey spoilers Bernie dies in this movie yep. we should tell people yeah, that. yeah, yeah. oh yeah okay. uh, if you didn't know okay. sorry my bad uh, let's do some we'll do some uh, I'm I'm only gonna do two here I'm gonna give you a ten and I'm gonna give you I believe it's a one <laughs> um, let's see here 2001 they said that this movie is hilarious. Rose 35 said, this is one of the funniest films ever made. Yep. Sure, it's stupid, and it could never really happen, but it is hilarious. The three main actors are great, especially Terry Kaiser, Bernie. The boat scene is the best. Anyone with a sense of humor will love this movie. I'm with you, Rose. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a 10 for sure. <laughs> I, I, wanted to, I wanted to say uh, this from another, another 10 out of 10 because I love the title of it. A film which contains humor that will never decompose. Unlike, <laughs> unlike Bernie. Yeah. Oh, See, you're doing it right. You're doing it right. <laughs> uh, they did say the actor who played Bernie's corpse deserves an Oscar, as although he doesn't say a single word, it honestly so, seems like he so is dead. Terry Kaiser. Yeah. Terry Kaiser. That is... Um, uh, you know, I, I hope that's your hot take. We're going to find out, aren't so, we? Yeah. Because <laughs> we got a Pepper Joe's hot take coming up, and we'll find out what it is. We'll find out. Um, this is a one out of ten to kind of cap us off here, guys. Just horrible garbage, says Gil Gunderson. <laughs> <laughs> In 2005, I, That's you a know, I don't mind what he says because that name's amazing. <laughs> um, you might need a bleep button on this one for me, Mike, because there's a word I don't like to say in here. Um, Got it. What a waste of film and all the chemicals used to develop it. <laughs> Wait, is that how that works? Yeah. Okay. Good. I think so, <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid plot, terrible acting, and totally unbelievable situations. Is everybody? In this movie, I'm not saying it. I don't like saying that word. I'm sorry. (laughs) How can you not notice a dead guy? A dead guy who doesn't go into rigor mortis, doesn't have blood pooling out of the lower extremities, keeps smiling while dead, and keeps his mouth shut. The plot gets worse and worse, and as the movie goes along, at a dead pace, I might add. Okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick of it. Dude. Now I remember why I haven't seen this movie since it came out. Give your money to the bum on the street, and you'll feel better. Oh, Gouge my eyes. That's all capitals with exclamation marks. And just a warning, don't ever stand next to the box of the sequel. Your IQ will drop 50 <laughs> points. I hate Gil. <laughs> Thanks, Gil. Thanks, Gil, for yeah. everything, Gil man. Gunderson. 
Old Gil. All right. That's all I got. <laughs> well, we are seconds away from reviewing this movie scene by scene with a modern eye, but I first want to tell you about our amazing sponsor, Cedar Ridge. Yeah. Cedar Ridge Distillery was just named number one selling bourbon in the entire state of Iowa for the second year in a row. If you don't know anything about Iowa, you understand that we drink a lot in this state. It's all we can do. There's no oceans. There's no mountains. We have terrible winters. We didn't even get a spring. Mm-hmm. We're just right into humid summer. To yep. be honest, it's kind of a bummer. And so, yeah, it's like, I think we actually went back to winter. I don't know what happened, yeah. but whiskey is clearly the drink of choice. So this is huge news for Cedar Ridge and proof that whiskey distillery is about to take the nation by storm. First Iowa, next Midwest, followed by world domination, just like the Confused Breakfast podcast. Yeah, dude. So you got to get on this train while you got a chance. You go to your local store, you pick up a bottle. If your local distributor doesn't have it, you can go online to cedarridgewhiskey.com, order some right to your door. Bourbon being one of the most popular spirits in America, you cannot go wrong with the Cedar Ridge flagship bourbon. Maybe you're a scotch guy. Mm. The quintessential single malt is like pretty it's, damn good. It's pretty good. It's real smoky. I love, love like that not, flavor. Uh, not too much. Not I'm too not much. a scotch guy, and I can drink it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That? That's what I'm that? saying. And, of course, their amazing collaboration with Slipknot, number nine, cedarridgewhiskey.com. So as I cheers my two friends and we consume some incredible Cedar Ridge whiskey, consider buying a bottle of Father's Day right around the corner. Dad's going to want some. Yeah, daddy. Maybe buy one for yourself if you're a dad, you know? Yeah. You, you won't be disappointed, and you'll make us happy. Drink responsibly. Cedarridgewhiskey.com. Cedar Ridge whiskey. CedarRidgeWhiskey.com. Well, boys, what do you say we go into work on a Sunday to try to climb the corporate ladder? No. We will do whatever we can to make our boss happy, even if it nearly gets us killed. Our boss will invite us out to the Hamptons where, spoilers, he dies, (laughs) but he's still the life of the party. Here we go. Yeah. So, Larry Wilson and Richard Parker are two low-level financial employees at an insurance corporation in New York City. While going over actuarial reports, yep. I'm not even going to try that again, Richard discovers mismanaged payments. Richard and Larry take their findings to CEO Bernie Lomax, who commends them for discovering insurance fraud and invites them to his Hamptons Island beach house for the weekend. Like I said, like the reggae music gets me right in it's a it's very very summery and yeah i'm i'm already into this movie at this point it it, okay. play, it really portrays like how hot it is it does and and it's, it's not like a it's not an important part of the plot like they could just go to work yeah like but i don't know why they want they're just it, it makes it a summer movie to yeah. me is like how hot it is the thing where he like walks up the the guy's like give me your wallet and he's like, get out of here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the guy's kind of like too hot for that basically I just imagine him like going into a bank or like with a with a full team or something like that, like yeah. head to toe and like ski masks and everything like that. Like, give us all the money. He's like, it's actually it's way too hot. It's, it's just way today. too hot. Like, you know what? You're right. You know what? You're right. I'm, and, I'm out of here. And you get that traditional like hot enough for you. Like that's just <laughs> it's such a New York. It just feels hot. It feels New York. And actually, this summer I'm gonna start wearing my sunglasses like like Larry does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You notice that like the one ear and the other one hangs down. Can you demonstrate it? Do you know like you just kind of like and pull one ear off. Yeah. 
Yeah, like that. Like that's how he wears his sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm gonna start carrying around like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm it's, into it. It's better than the guy Fieri on the back of the head. Exactly. I think. Yeah, so I think it's a better option. Andrew McCarthy, like. I love him in yeah. this movie. He's and really fun. Here's what's interesting. So I don't know if you read this. Apparently, they wanted him to be Richard. Yeah, right, right. The, like the like the down on his luck and like because because that's what Andrew McCarthy had been playing sort of up to this point, mm -hmm. right? The last movie that would have come out would have been um, Mannequin. Mannequin. It was like the year before where he's this oh can't catch a break and I'm just looking for love, you yeah. know, like which is essentially what Richard is. But I I'm assuming Andrew McCarthy as a real person was nothing like that. And he's like, no, dude, I want to be like the the funny guy that talks shit and he blows it out of the water. He's amazing. Yeah. He he is one of my favorite parts of this movie, one hundred percent. I mean, it's hard not for him not to be, mm -hmm. but I've always been a fan of Andrew McCarthy. I've always wanted him in more stuff. I always thought he should have been like in Breakfast Club or oh, yeah. like it, you know, in some <laughs> Some of these other other John other John Hughes movies right. even that he should have had like a, a bigger standpoint in the eighties even that so. point kind of reminds me of like the Cornetto trilogy guys like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost how yeah you know like in Shaun of the Dead Nick Frost is like the more like idiotic one and like kind of the more you know unserious one mm -hmm. and he was that way again in Hot Fuzz and then in yeah. uh, um, uh, World's, World's End. End. He, they switch up roles. Switch like it's, roles. it's very refreshing. You know, it's yeah. it's kind of. I guess it reminds me of that. You don't want to see people get typecast, and, yeah. and I really, yeah. he's was not typecast in this movie. He's like, no, 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 I'm standing up for himself. Yeah, and he's got he's got some moves too. Like they get into the office, and he does that. He like jumps <laughs> on the chair, and the chair falls over. He rides it like a surfboard. Yeah, yeah. That's in, that's I couldn't do that right yeah. now. A lot of the things he does in this movie, I'm like, like if I was an actor, I like I would want to play that role probably too. But it seems so like I'm 30 now. I he, he was probably 32, he but probably was. I've got I've got knee problems, <laughs> and uh, like it just seems like everything that he does, I'm like I couldn't do that. I couldn't no. run like that for even 15 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> everything he does feels very natural. Uh -huh. It feels and it feels like an improv moment, like the like the riding the chair, yeah. like when they're that on the rooftop. Probably wasn't like, in the script. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they're on the rooftop and he's jumping around on all the stuff and like landing into the pool and like I don't know. A lot of the stuff and like him, him crumpling the papers with the tar on it. If you are an OCD person, yeah, that's the um, worst. It's like it's like I, I have like a mild thing about it. I don't like things to get like that to get dirty, and yeah, I'm just well, like I'm like oh, not like oh, all the papers are owned. Twenty one, okay. twenty one, okay, yeah. no, forty two, forty two. Do you remember? You guys are not old enough because I am a little older than you. Oh, two years, man. Do you remember that kind of computer paper? Mm hmm. So it was it was the called like continuous paper, paper yeah. basically is where they were all connected together and it would just keep unfolding as it print stuff out and it was why it wasn't vertical paper it was width paper right yeah it's like nine and a half by eleven instead of eight by eleven like yeah. we do you know it's just it was just it's just weird they printed our like our our ITBS forms the, our yeah. bubble yeah. our bubble fill out things in that kind of form I'm sure a lot of test results came on that paper definitely yeah, yeah a lot of <laughs> a lot of bad news on a lot of bad news for me <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you guys I'm a little older you guys I don't know if you remember it being that hot where tar melts <laughs> no, actually, I actually do <laughs> I do yeah. I grew up in St. Louis and there was a lot of tar and when it would get that hot you could actually poke at it yeah and, like, and like, pull the yeah. Tar out. like playgrounds like I in remember between that. cracks and stuff like that yeah that was definitely a hazard when I was younger. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm, I was like, it's like I'm playing with the tar, and you would step in it. Idea. If yeah. you stepped in it, it would slide like it did for yeah. him too. He'd go, Ugh. yeah. Uh. Do you? Okay, let me ask you this. I, as many times as I've watched this movie, I was always assuming that they just went to the rooftop of their work. 
Yeah, that's what I, I don't. I think they left. I mean, like, I think they left and like went to like Richard's place or something. Yeah, that's right. Because they're 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 drinking beers and they're in completely different outfits now. Yeah, and I just don't see how they could just get on the rooftop of their work. Yeah, and do right. it. So so it's just kind of we- that's just weird for me because if they did leave, then why did they go to work in the first place? Yeah, I don't understand that. I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I fe- I feel like that's uh, that's Larry. I think that's just Larry's doing. <laughs> yeah. It's just him. Like, no, we're we're leaving. We're getting out of here. Let's yes. go. We're yes. we're done. I love how Larry just kind of exclaims what he's feeling at all times. Like, I think they're in the office. He's like, I'm so unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. just straight up just says it. I am, this sucks. I am so unhappy. <laughs> and then, like, when he's on the roof, uh, they find out the error or whatever on, on those sheets of paper. And he's like, this is good for me. Yeah. This is good for me. I'm like, for me. Thanks like, for letting is, me know. This is. It's good for me, too. It's good for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, I, I feel like he doesn't. It's almost like he wasn't given a lot of dialogue. So he's like, I'm I'm just going to, like you say, they, they say exclaim they say, how I feel. The, the director's like, okay, um, come up with some dialogue to basically prove, like, tell us how your girlfriend just left you and how yeah. you're stuck in this job and show us how unhappy you are. And he just yeah. goes, this sucks. I am so unhappy. <laughs> I am so unhappy. <laughs> There's no, uh, no girls. It's hot. I'm just... It's like, and I think the heat plays up to that too. Yes. It's 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 really great to watch them be like just drenched We've and all just been there horribly. And I think that also helps add to your point in the very beginning. Mike is, I think hot in the city is ten times worse than yes. being hot next to the beach. There's no breeze. So right? I was gonna say, there's like there's certain movies like Cheech and Chong. Like I think that's in like California, LA. There's certain amounts of like hot that you can like feel in a movie. You yeah. can feel this one. And New York hot seems like it's also like with the heat that gets on you. Yeah. Is also just like trash. It's a film. Rem- <laughs> yeah. It's it, <laughs> like you automatically just stink like trash. I'm I'm never been to New York and not from there. So let me know, listeners, if you know. It's, it's true. Okay. Producer Jamie says, yes, it is indeed true. It just true. seems Confirmation. Like, like the sunburn would also like give you a layer of sunscreen because yeah. it's just trash yeah. on you. You make your own yeah. in the city. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so even more fashion stuff. The next day they go into work and you notice now, now all of a sudden this lobby is completely full of yes, people. I know you're going to The dudes say. with the shirt. <laughs> Why do we not wear suits with shorts Dude, anymore? I'm, I want to I'm so bad. I'm thinking that now. maybe we should. I thought it was like... I, I was like, oh, they're wearing shorts. It must be a casual day. Oh, my God, they're wearing full jackets. Yeah. I, I think this was a thing in the late 80s that, like, in the summer, you wore a suit, but it just ha- was shorts. I just can't believe that. Tall socks or something, because, like, I think I might go for it next time. I yeah. can't believe Lomax would allow that. Like, Lomax, I'm sure there's different, care. different businesses in there and stuff like that. But well, Bernie you know. seems like a pretty fun guy. Yeah. He doesn't care. As long as you get your work done, that's yeah. fine. Don't, don't question anything. We're fine. My uh, aunt is sick. Dude, so so if we're going to talk about Andrew McCarthy, too, like, we've got to talk about Richard's character as well. Yeah. yeah. The character of is Richard. Ted Silverman or something, I think uh, his name. Is, is Jonathan Silverman. Jonathan Silverman, sorry. He, that part that you just talked about there is is perfect. It's so good. I like the buildup. He's like, oh, there's that hot blonde, and she keeps looking back and everything, and then they get up to the office, and he's still trying to egg him on and everything, and all he can muster up, all he can muster up is my aunt is sick. She (laughs) She goes, what? Her reaction is perfect. She's like, uh... (laughs) And then then he just walks away, and and Andrew McCarthy's standing there, and he goes, um... (laughs) And then he just leaves. (laughs) I guess it's better than, like, what I might do. She's like, what's your favorite serial killer? So do you yeah. like Halloween or yeah. you want to go to carve Jack Lanterns? It's the middle of summer. Yeah. yeah I, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Like, so what are you going to be for Halloween this year? It's like, <laughs> it's July. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then Larry chases him down 
And he says, don't flagellate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I never picked up on that. I've seen this a hundred times. He says, don't flage- flagellate yourself over this, Richard, which I had to look up. Do you know I'm, what flagellate means? No. It, the, def, the definition of flagellate is to flog either as a religious discipline or for sexual gratification. It's like, what? <laughs> I feel like that was... Like it wasn't meant to be that word. It was just him trying to sound smart and like use a term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Don't flagellate yourself. Flagellate. Sean. flagellate I, yourself. I do it every night. <laughs> what? Uh, excuse okay. me. What? It's okay. Uh, so if there is one thing, I I'm not sh- actually. You know what? I'm not going to call the prop card on this one. I was going to call it. Okay. But there's something, if we're going to talk kind of shit about a New York City summer, there is one thing that made me be like, I kind of wish I was there. I want to eat a hot dog from New yes. York City Street, yeah, from a yeah. hot dog vendor on a New York City Street. Definitely. Didn't, like, didn't that look awesome? Two bucks or something like that, probably. Yeah. Or I'm, like back then, that's like 50 cents, AJ. Yeah. Well, yeah, two, two well, dollars. Two dollars then, then would have been like. That, that'd be that'd be about uh, four four seventy nine right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I go backwards. Uh, I don't get it. Something no, about okay. standing there, like eating the hot, and the, the background of all the tall skyscrapers. Yeah. It just, it was a cool it just gave me a cool vibe for something this yeah. time when I was watching. I agree. Yeah. Like you just get like relish, just get everything on that hot dog. Yeah. There's something about like a street hot dog. That's kind of better than any hot dog yeah. you probably ever had, you know, all parks and streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't cook them at home. Exactly. <laughs> Come on now. What are you doing? By the way, I did look that up. I was damn close. Two sixty six. Four sixty six. Four seventy nine. Okay. Inflation. Oh God, I'm good. So actually, I mean, yeah, I think that, I think that was good. It's about there. So Sean, having never having never seen anything other than like a dead Bernie, what was your impersonation of first seeing Bernie on screen? Bernie Lomax in the office. They go to meet him to talk about this thing. I, uh, I I knew it was him right away just because like the mustache and right. everything like that. But um, he's also a great actor. Like in these scenes when he's alive, he's very his timing's very good. He does seem like a dickhead, yeah. Like CEO boss. Uh, I liked him a lot, and I've honestly never seen him in really anything. He he does have a quite a catalog. In fact, I saw him the other day. I was rewatching Night Court. <laughs> okay, cool. like yeah, like I'm a big fan of Night Court from right. my childhood, and he showed up as like a reporter. I was like, and he didn't have the mustache where it's one of those like yeah. the power. So I'm going, who the, who is that? Oh, wow. Bernie Lomax! <laughs> like he—he's—he's he's well known as being a a good actor, but this is his—I mean, like this was his. Everyone knows him right. from this, and it's kind of a shame because of how good he legitimately is as an alive actor. It's kind of a shame that he was dead half the movie because he was indeed fantastic yeah. as an alive dickhead boss. I wonder if it was like a, a challenge that he wanted to take on himself as an actor, just being like, well, you're dead the whole time, but you're in the movie yeah. almost every scene, you know, <laughs> but you just got to be dead. But his we get, when we get to it, his face when he's yes. dead. Is every time it's on screen, I'm like, God damn it, that's funny. Did that's you hilarious. read? Did you read? Don't say it if you know it, but did you read how he came up with that face? Mm-mm. Okay, but I've got. I found, I dove deep on this. I've okay. got some details coming up. <laughs> Sean, but, how could you not recognize uh, Terry Kaiser? Oh yeah, I mean, he I, was in one of the Friday the Thirteenth. Like, wasn't he? Dude, he's he was in Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven, dude. <laughs> I don't watch that one. <laughs> Come on, dude. I don't like, watch that one that much. Isn't that like one of your favorite things ever? Is, like, that, is that Takes Manhattan or it's the, the, the New, new Blood? Blood. <laughs> okay. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Oh, that's man. the one with the telekinesis and everything. Yeah. You know, you know. Not so lucky. Number seven. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> not a, Sean's not a fan yeah, of that yeah, one. Man. There was a, a funny moment for me too when they were hanging out in the and they're doing the thing with Bernie, trying to show him what's going on, and and he's like. Papers, bring them over here. And, and Larry brings over his gross papers, and he's like, oh, it's computer ink. <laughs> computer computer ink. But the best part is when Bernie's like, no, 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 see, you're wrong here. And he and Larry immediately turns to look at Richard, and he's like, no, no, look at me. He like hits him. He's like, look, see, th- there were multiple. It, this is totally normal. And he goes, Richard worked on that part, sir. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's very unfortunate that he got, he's like, God damn it, I'm stuck next to him. In the he's background, Richard's like this. All that damn work. It's like, is is Larry is Larry a great friend or an awful no, friend? I, I think he's an awful friend. He an awful friend? Yeah. Okay. I just, <laughs> I I just wanted is. to know. Actually, I don't think they're good friends. Uh, I yeah. think, didn't they say they've only been working at the company for like eight months? Yeah. So I think that's how they know each other is from working. From work. Yeah. So I don't think they've. I known started each other before from. you did though. So he's like, you started. You started like two months after I did, Larry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just can't keep it straight. Ber- Bernie's the. I wish I had more of Bernie in me. You know how. You, you're we're too nice here in the Midwest. So like, if somebody's gonna tell you a stupid story, you're gonna yeah. listen to it. You're gonna go, oh yeah, because like <laughs> oh, Richard yeah. starts to be like, this one time I've never been on the boat, but this one time I was on the ferry, and he goes, whatever, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, just cuts him off and says, I don't have time for this. Yeah, this is the last thing I want to talk about with you. I just I'm inviting you out to my my beach house. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me about your past experiences because I'm gonna create new ones for you. Yeah. Okay. That's how we're gonna do this. I know you have never had this much fun as what I'm about to give you. Correct. So just. Show Shut your mouth. I am dying of your story. <laughs> it's killing me. <laughs> All right, well, let's move this on. So scene two, Bernie is the one behind the fraud, and he asked his mob partners to have Larry and Richard, Richard killed. After Bernie leaves, the gangsters decide that Bernie should be killed instead. Richard takes his co-worker Gwen out on an eventful date. Bernie arrives on the island before Larry and Richard and prepares the murder setup. The mobster Polly arrives and kills Bernie. There's one thing that kind of tied these two scenes together that I wanted to talk about was mm-hmm. how perfect of a juxtaposition it was to go where Larry's like, the man loves us. He <laughs> absolutely <laughs> loves us. And goes, boom, you have kill to him. kill the Polly. <laughs> Hard cut. <laughs> Hard cut. You have to kill the Polly. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> we don't do that anymore, you know? We don't really do it like that anymore. We get we get to like all the dead body stuff later on, which is so my comedy, just ridiculous shit. But even the setup yeah. at before all of this, that cut, I'm like, this is my kind of comedy. Like, <laughs> I love that kind of shit where it's just like an editing kind of choice comedy bit yeah and that it could only work like that you know yes um in like the whole scene before this where he they're gonna get robbed and he's like it's too hot like i love that <laughs> like it's stupid and ridiculous it's and I'm 80s, like, I, I automatically know what this movie's gonna oh, do yeah, you know right away there's like a fine line with this type of comedy with me and there are parts that it works for me and there's parts that it doesn't and like that that part right there, hilarious to me. The cut? Yeah, the cut is very funny to me. And especially when you have the mobsters who are like, well, we don't really do it like that anymore. You know, it's like, you know, we, we got to be a little bit more We're subtle. We're diversified. Yeah, it's like, like, that stuff's very funny to me. But then when you have, like, uh, not to jump at way ahead or anything, but when we're, he's like, they hear the the... When Bernie's hitting against the pillars in the, and he's like, "Do you hear that noise? No, I didn't hear it." And it's like, "There it is again, huh? Huh? Oh, Richard!" It's like, it's like, no, you don't like that. That's the stuff that I'm just like. <sighs> oh, one God. of the, one of the things I like that it's not necessarily I don't like it, but makes me cringe is like the lying your way out of everything. Oh, what, yeah. With what Richard does, yeah. with especially with uh, what's her name? Sorry, with Gwen, 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 and like literally everybody else uh, in the movie, it's a good plot 
point it, it like makes it this this film must have been like super fun to write oh like, yeah it had to have been because you can just have richard lie to everybody and keep going with that lie until it's figured out then you have to figure out the next step it gives to do me anxiety dude. it gives me a ho- horrible anxiety yeah. but it, it like that's what propels the story along almost mm-hmm. is his perpetual lying because richard sucks yeah, like, kinda. he's not that great kind of sucks you could literally just be like hey hey listen gwen i do live with my parents they actually have a really nice place. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, like not a big deal. Not a big deal at all. <laughs> did you did you catch that line? They they leave Jaime's Hoonan, and they're walking around the streets, and the garbage truck almost runs them over. Yeah, and he goes he goes, hey, you want to throw her in? <laughs> she goes, the garbage man just goes, hey, you want to throw her? We're in? in New York. <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> oh boy, this is. Just want to throw? Oh yeah, okay. At first, I thought he was going to Larry's house because he was like, uh, 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 all the cockroaches and shit. He's like, it's the cockroaches in it. They um, scatter when the lights go off. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I thought. He was like sneaking in, right. like trying to turn on the lights, like yep. kind of quietly. But no, it was his parents' house. And do you know who his dad was? Uh, the actor, Ted Kotcheff, the director. The director. Yeah. yeah oh no, 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 no. Right. dude, you're right because I I read that Andrew McCarthy directed this scene. Oh, really? So no I think kidding. I think yes. Yeah, so that makes sense. So the director Ted moved into the acting role, and then Andrew McCarthy got to direct this whole scene. Oh, that's oh, awesome! Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And he's good in it. He's like, it, it seems like he just wanted to get naked on screen. Also, what is it about? Like, is it just in movies, or is this in real life too? With just like old dads getting up at like four a.m. <laughs> and what they go for is the milk. The milk. Like, do they do thing. they take pleasure in just like their wife being like, "You always drink out of the carton." Do they take pleasure in just doing that at night when they're not around? What is it? I'm waiting for that TikTok trend to pop back. Yeah, up, you know. That yeah. Just Remember like, the milk gallon challenge? Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> that was some of the funniest. Now do it at four a.m. while everyone's sleeping. Correct. And he's going, "Ugh." Oh, <laughs> yeah. like he's scratching himself and drinking milk. He's he's really good in it because he like he perfectly plays this really nice, polite dad. Because he even comes in, he's like, "Oh, oh, geez, oh, I'm oh, I'm sorry. so sorry." Um, oh. good good evening, young lady. Oh, yeah, so sorry. But then he goes, "Oh, Monroe, if you could put out my navy blue suit in the morning, <laughs> excuse me." And then he immediately turns to, "How about I put you out?" <laughs> and then he stares him down for like three seconds. It's, it's like he is a hard ass. Yeah. He's a very polite man who has worked hard in his life to get to where yeah. he is, but he's also a hard ass. Don't cross right. him. <laughs> See all this re- m- m- uh, mid-century modern gorgeousness yeah. in here? Yeah. I worked hard as hell for this, okay? How about I, I put you out? How about I put and you you're out? My dumbass 25-year-old kid is living with me. Yeah. This is bullshit. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> he didn't care. He's like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. uh, Polly is the perfect like hitman. Yeah. He's got the weird buggy eyes. Uh the only thing I've ever seen this guy in besides this movie is one of my favorite movies and it was one of my uh 5 in 1985, uh Return of the Living Dead. Oh. He plays he plays the coroner uh at the in, in the embalming room and everything. He's, he looks like a coroner. So one way or another he's dealing with death. Kind of. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice. Okay, he's he's really good in that and I think he's actually really good in this too. Like he's he's super he like over the top and fun uh, about being yes. this guy. I'm a little rusty, but it'll come back to me. <laughs> I love the whole bit. He's like, "Why would this motherfucker die?" I have seen him in a couple things. I'm not exactly I'm not exactly sure everything that he is in, but I feel like he's in like Dr. Doolittle or something, yeah. but just something little like He's had like these little parts here and there, and it's his eyes. Yeah, you recognize yeah. his eyes, and I love him as a hitman. 
and he's good at it. He's very good. I feel like he's really good at it, and it's kind of sad that he doesn't think he's very good at it. Because, <laughs> like, dude, you did <laughs> a really good job. Like, hey, man, you, you're great. This is amazing. Oh, you're doing such a good job. <laughs> it's really good. I feel like he just he needed some good, solid feedback, you know? He and, goes to a hitman therapist. <laughs> He's like, it's fine. It's like, no, like, fine, like goalies go to goalie therapy. Yeah, right, right, right. He's like, it's, it's going to be okay. You're going to be fine, it's, dude. It's, it's fine. It wasn't your fault, you know, the, the blood got everywhere, but, you know, you put your, you put your stuff down. You, you got it all. You got it all cleaned up. Just get back <laughs> out there, fella. Just get, just get out there. Yeah. There's okay? great there's great more summer vibes in this, too, like when they're, that summer music comes in, when Bernie's driving his yes. boat, and they're riding the ferry. By the way, I've been on ferries before that have gone from tropical destinations to tropical destinations, you know, 30-minute rides. There's no dance parties and cocktails. <laughs> Dude, it was unfairies. awesome, though. Damn it, is it. Sit, it is sit down in your seat and listen to the safety briefing. We're going to try to get you over there as quick as we can. Say no booze, cruise. It looks awesome, though. It does look really awesome. Larry's partying his ass off and Richard's talking to old ladies. This <laughs> <laughs> is so good. It's like even a throwaway bit, like he, you don't know that he's been talking to this old Goodbye, lady. Goodbye, young man. Yeah. It's like he's been, like, and then you realize he's probably been hitting on her this whole time, and that's hilarious. I don't know. Oh. Is Hi, I'm Larry. I am Larry. Hi, Larry. I'm Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then uh, Bernie's, did you see what Bernie's boat was named? Uh-uh. It was, it was called Premiums. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's yeah, insurance, premiums, you know, yeah. like <laughs> premiums paid for his boat. Yeah. It's fun. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, Larry, did you notice how Larry always walks in weird places throughout the movie? Like he always and, takes a weird route or yeah, something. Yeah, so in the, in the beginning when they came in the office, he walked behind the security desk and stepped over like a, an extension cord yeah. that was taut to the wall. Yeah. And then when he gets off the boat, he walks like through the middle of a flower bed over a yeah. railing. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> he just walks in weird places. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's like Paul from the Beatles. He's got to stand out or something. Yeah. Um, I like... Uh, Paulie's the hitman when he's like on the phone with Lomax. <laughs> he's he's just just adding to like his comedy uh hitman bit that he's doing. He's like, Yeah, yeah. So where's your house? Yeah, 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 yeah. So where's your <laughs> Bernie? We're on the phone here. We're on the phone here, Bernie. <laughs> so he gets there and he injects Bernie with I assume something fun. We're thinking we're we're assuming it never really says. Uh it does say that that what they what he plants on him is heroin. Yeah. So we're assuming that he just gave him a whole lot of it. And that that is the way he killed himself was that he had way too much heroin and he overdosed. I is, what we're, is what I think they're implying. I also like that to be inconspicuous, Paulie wears like a preacher yeah, neck thing. Awesome. I mean, he looks like he's a preacher from Miami Vice with like his, you know, blue jacket on just the walking hat. out. And later on he changes. It's the equivalent of a dicky, but for a priest. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. It is. I'm telling you, man. He did really good. He, he, boy, he's really quick. Yeah. He was, he was quick about it. You know, I think he was kind of kind the way he did it to Bernie. Seemed like he went out feeling pretty good. Yeah, oh, smile on his sat face. Sat right back down. Smile on his face. And that's where some of the issue lies with a lot of people. Is they're like, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have his eyes open. He wouldn't be smiling when he died. It's like, well, maybe he was. Maybe that was the best five seconds of Bernie's life. <laughs> yeah. With that much heroin in his system, that like that's why he went. And that's why he wasn't rigor mortis, and that's why he was loose, and yeah. like, that's why he was smiling. And yeah, maybe know. that's the answer to everybody's like little gripes. Ooh. Yeah, uh, there's no way I've done heroin. <laughs> I was well, actually, <laughs> I'm listening to this right now while on heroin. <laughs> I do have one I'm question. I want. I do have one question though. Why? W okay, so the mobsters were all mobsters and Bernie were making money illegally off of the insurance company. Yeah. yeah. 
the two schmucks figured it out. So Bernie's like, we got to kill them so that we can keep making millions of dollars. Right. So why did the why didn't the mobsters also let Bernie like kill the two schmucks too? So that yeah. Bernie's dead and the schmucks are dead, and now we can still make millions of dollars. You would think yeah. that's how it was, how it should have gone, right? Like but I, I don't know. I understand why they like why he did it in for Bernie or whatever. Obviously, he must yeah. have found out he's getting too sleep. careless, yeah, too well, greedy, too greedy with his woman or whatever. You know, yeah. oh, she's screwing, cheating on woman. him. Yeah, you know. So that's and so he's got reason to do it. But at the same time, once he does this, doesn't he like lose his contact for like whatever this laundering bit is? I, yeah, because at this point they have no. And now, Bern, or Richard and Larry are still going to. Uh, report the yeah. things to the company. Exactly. Maybe their his plan is to like maybe shake Larry and Richard down and get them in on it. Ah. And so he has a new contact within the company. And if they Man. if they kind of say no, then he'll whack them. Ah. But I, I it's I think that was about the worst decision that they could have made. Like I get it. Like yeah, knock him off or whatever. Personal. Eventually, yeah, he took it. He took it personal. Took it personal. Yeah. He let personal get in the way of business. <laughs> That's what he did. That's what he did. That's what they do. That's what he did. <laughs> That's what he do. That's what he do. All right, so scene three. When Larry and Richard arrive at the beach, the beach house, they find their boss's body. Before they can call the police, guests arrive for their planned party. To Larry and Richard's amazement, the guests don't notice that Bernie is dead. Later that evening, Vito's girlfriend, Tina, arrives at the house, convinced Bernie has been cheating on her, but she also fails to realize Bernie is dead. She leaves, and the night is over. <laughs> Why can you wait until Monday to kill yourself? Why does this that. always happen to me? Yeah. <laughs> it's always about him. He just wants this good time. Dude, and he keeps going, too. Like <laughs> He keeps just being like, what kind of host invites you to his, to, out to his house for the weekend and dies and on you? <laughs> You're like, I mean, couldn't he wait till Monday to yeah. kill it? And he keeps going. I guess I guess you think about it. He All he's thinking is that he did, in fact, overdose. He's like, you couldn't wait till we got here so we could like overdose together? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's just like... He's He's, he's just trying. He is. He's trying to. He's upset because now his good time is ruined. Yeah. And and, and by the way, he doesn't have a ride home. So he said I, he was going to drive me home on Monday <laughs> on his boat. Like, like yeah, I do get it though. Like I guess in my little selfishness in me is like if we're out like let's say on a boat or something. I've been looking forward to it for like weeks now. I've been telling everyone around the office yeah. I'm going to go do this, and someone like breaks their toe. We got to go back. I'm like God. Fucking damn it! I know. I know. I you had to break your toe. It is. It is one of those. All like, you had to do was just chill, dude. There's a point where you. There's a point where you're like, when you're a kid, especially. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. You're. You're. You've been waiting for this moment. To like go to Six Flags. You've been like, waiting for Six Flags, but no. Like <laughs> your brother got some, sick. Somebody <laughs> got shingles and like a chicken box, and it's just like God. <laughs> I love. I love the way Larry says that. He goes. He goes. You know, I've been telling everybody around the office that I've been going yeah. to Lomax's house. And yeah. They were so jealous. <laughs> now what am I going to tell them? <laughs> they were so jealous. He's so jealous. And like, good God, that's a Lichtenstein. The, the <laughs> what, the piano? No, this, idiot. <laughs> Don't act that if you weren't, if you were in this situation, you wouldn't have a shred of the same thought. Oh, yeah. Because they, let's pretend that they do call the cops right now. Yeah. They are they they're gonna be interrogated. Their entire weekend's ruined. Yep. They're not gonna have a ride back home. Yep. 
Like it's going to be bad for them. It's a bad. It's time. a bad situation. It's a bad time. But like I, I, and Larry, as this movie goes along, he's the idea man. Yeah. Like especially like even after this scene, he's he's like, uh, no, we got to get out of here. We got to go. He's like, wait, do you have an idea? I have an idea. What if we pretend he's he not goes, dead? What if we pretend he didn't die? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. He's on the phone with the cops. He's like. Nine one one, yes. <laughs> okay, but then Richard goes along with it too. Well, Richard saw Tawny first in her yeah, thong, and yeah. then yeah. when oh. shows up, of course, of course. See, that was that was gonna be my point uh, before that horrendous joke that I did. I thought it was great. Uh, thank you. I loved it. Um, it's I didn't love like it. May, thank you. <laughs> but like he's him being the idea guy. It, he could have like come up with something like we'll just. Like you swindle Gwen, and we're like maybe she we can stay with her, or like I can and figure we'll it out. Leave. Like if he's such an idea guy, they, he can they can figure it out. Mm-hmm. You well, know? they were they were one second away from this movie ending because first of all, the this this room of people that has now arrived are, is the worst people in the entire world combined into <laughs> yeah. one room, and yeah. they do a good job of that it's of just true. being yeah. like this person sucks, this person sucks, that person sucks, they all suck, uh. and they all come into the room, uh, but they're one second away. the The tennis guy sits down, and he goes, "All right, forty thousand. That's my last offer. That's fine, Bernie." Bernie, he starts to notice that oh. Bernie's dead, and they they sit down. They go, "Up, hold up, we're gonna get Bernie, and we're gonna yep. take him away." This movie would, and and they would have been fine. They would have been off the hook at that point. <laughs> Tennis guy would have been like, "Holy shit, Bernie's dead!" They would have been like, "What?" Ah! It's, a, yeah, it's a good point. Like, and, the, and the movie is over. Then it, then it could have been well, you know. Then you just say we were we were Bernie's house guests. Yeah, we, you know, we didn't actually talk to we, him. Yeah, we, we don't have anywhere up. else to stay. Actually, this weekend, you know, we were just. In the, and then the cops would be like, "Well, it looks like you party too hard. There's obviously some sort of foul or you know bad things yeah. from heroin here." Blah blah blah. Well, we're gonna have to take him. Coroner takes him. Blah. blah. We we all leave this house, and then they just stay and party the rest of the week. Yeah. Good. Then they had the weekend at Bernie's house, and it could be weekend at Bernie's house, not weekend at Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weekend great. At Bernie's house. <laughs> weekend at Bernie's house, and then then it would have been great. Then it's just a hangout movie. Yeah. We just watch these two idiots hang out. There you go. Try and get pussy. Hit it. If we were on a train to yes. go punch a face, okay. I'm on board. <laughs> yep. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Most punchable face right. for me. Yep. Right. If if I could do a collective punchable face, it's the entire room of people. Yeah. But I can't. So I'm going to narrow it down to two guys. It's the overly, overly drunk guy and his friend. Yes. The old guy that is like, polyester doesn't crumple. Dude. He goes, he goes you, you, that's a nice dress. It looked good on the floor of my bedroom. Uh, polyester doesn't. I want to punch both of their faces. Yep. Immediately. They are the worst people in that room. I'm, I'm with you. I I think another one could be like the, the stuck up art guy talking to the other stuck up art woman. Uh, what, what was she like? What's your, what's your film or book about? It's like whether if uh, Laurel and Hardy were, were secret or no. Uh, who yeah. Was it? Uh, I can't who's remember. The, who's the investigators from Britain from back oh, in the yeah, day? Oh, yeah. Sherlock, Sherlock and, uh, Sherlock uh, Watson. And, and Watson were secretly married. <laughs> <It's> like, what? <laughs> Shut, Shut up. up. I, I'm going to throw this one out there for okay. you. And it's a little bit later on in the movie, but it's the kid who's burying Bernie. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that's. I kind of like that kid. Uh, I know. He's pretty because, punchable to me. You talking to me? 
Well, fuck off! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can kiss this. Yeah. As as a kid actor, I liked him swearing. Uh, yeah. I liked I liked his attitude. If he would have been like just like, I would been like, yeah, I'll pound that stupid kid in the ground. I felt like he was still pretty punchable. <laughs> and you, and you're, it's your right to have yeah. that. Right, but right. every time we see a kid of, of about that age. I re- in my head I replace him with Charlie and the Santa Claus, yeah. and if it's be- and if he's better than Charlie and Santa Claus, I'm good with him. Okay, and this kid, of course, is better than Charlie. And Santa pretty Claus. close haircut. Yeah, yeah, I mean, very much. <laughs> I, I'm on I'm on Mike's train. I'm I'm gonna, okay. I'm, gonna I'm gonna put both of them in there too. Okay, because yeah. fuck, they're at the same party. You're fuck just, them. You're just doing right. a super punch. To yeah, both. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> there was another good uh, line that I really love was when Larry goes over to the lady wearing like a Mickey Mouse hat or something. I think it was the same, the writer, I think it was the same chick maybe. Was it? I don't know. It anyway, might have been. Anyway. And he, he, he grabs a cigarette and he goes, hi, I'm Larry. And she goes, fuck off, Larry. <laughs> fuck off, Larry. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. And then he just throws a cigarette. Well, and then like, speaking of Bernie, he's dead now at this point. Terry Kaiser's performance is such such a standout. Um like especially the tennis guy yeah the the physical comedy aspect and the timing of that is so good because he sits down and he's like 40,000 and he like get, he sits down and the cushion like crumples and his head turns he's like yeah. okay 30,000 and somebody sits uh on the back of the couch and his arm comes around him <laughs> yeah. it's perfect it's so good and he's got that fucking smirk on his face so the the Smirk on his face, right? Uh, which especially starts in this scene, but it's the next day when it really comes, when they're sitting in the lawn chairs. But Bernie, apparently, um, he, they they filmed a bunch of this where he was just dead. He was just a dead guy with a blank face. And it just wasn't working. It was not making people laugh. It wasn't... It wasn't eliciting anything other than, man, that's a dead guy. Like, why are they carrying him around like that? That's not yeah. funny. To where he basically um, said that he would he would get into character he would sit down he would relax himself and then he would just go mm-hmm. like he would make that in internally like an mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it would create this smirk <laughs> on his face that he would just then hold i love that and 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 like immediately you were getting snickers like when they were filming people <laughs> in the camera crew were like <laughs> and they knew right away they're like oh my god that face that like mm. <laughs> it's, it's just there it's perfect and he he talked about that in like a an interview where he's like that was how i i had to come up with something yeah something had to look funny on me and i didn't know yeah. what it was and that's what he came up well with. it does yeah. work too because everyone thinks he's partied out you know so right. it's like he's just like it's, he's either high or just kind of perpetually drunk the entire time so he's probably like mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like kind of just smirking and having a good time. Well, and clearly he was a user of heroin, I guess, and and cocaine. Earlier, when he goes in the bathroom and he comes out and he's like, <laughs> you know, he's like yeah. messing with his nose. Yeah. So, and the girl comes over, she's like, "Yeah, here you got something for me." Yeah, and she's she was expecting him to have drugs. Yeah, so like they're just like, "Oh, it's just fucking Bernie, dude." Yeah. Uh, we have a house full of the shittiest people who don't even realize that there's actually a dead person. They can't smell him. Too much coke in their nose. I don't know what it is. Uh, senses are dulled. And then we that kind of dissipates. And then we have to talk about necrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's just dive in. Hell yeah. And, and as we get there, how hard did you laugh at her entry into the house? <laughs> Bye! She like slides around the door. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you plan that. Yeah, she's like hanging on to the what? door handle as she slides in. <laughs> she says it like with a wide. It's boiny. 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 
He better not be in there with another woman. I'm his woman. <laughs> and he better be alone. So what are our theories of is so he got a heroin overdose. Do you get super duper hard? Heroin uses out there. Do you get super duper hard when you do heroin and just can't like does it does it last four hours? Do you have to call more ladies? Man. What's wh- are we how how is he hard? This is rigor mortis. That's that was my next thought. This is this is where everything this is where everything for Bernie actually got stiff. But then, it, but the then it unstiffs itself. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't, I, I just try to remember being like eight years old watching this and just being like, yeah. Why is she happy? She went in the room and they like talked. They, I'm yeah. glad they had a good conversation. That seems good. good. Wait, he was dead. The mobster, uh, the mobster seems concerned, but. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Whatever. guy outside who's like watching and he's just like, <laughs> which is which is a great point of like of him thinking, oh, he is alive because they're having sex. Yeah. I think I actually think I thought that as a kid. I was like, yeah. maybe he actually is. alive. Maybe he is alive. And yeah. And and the shock or or the confirmation, further confirmation that she is cheating on yes. Vito or whoever. You know, it so. works for the plot. Yeah, it, it added how, to uh, it. How uh, was it up there? Never been better. <laughs> you got a what? scotch. <laughs> got a scotch. Never been better. Oh, that must that doesn't speak to bode too well for <laughs> for Bernie's yeah. performances. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Just gonna be honest with you, Bernie. Bernie. Wow. Boiny. Boiny. <laughs> Usually, if I lay there, I just get yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dude. She's gonna be feeling pretty boiny later. Yeah. She's actually right. pretty good too. Like I do like she's over the top. Mm-hmm. I don't like the accent sometimes, but like she's really good at it. Did mm. they did Richard and Gwen already go to the lighthouse? No. Too? Okay. No, or no, sorry, they did. They did. We skipped over they that. Did. Part. Okay. So they go to the lighthouse and there's like a little bit more shenanigans. and he's still lying to her, even though he says, I'll never lie to you again. Lies to her okay. right away. He tells like four lies in the next 30, <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, God damn it, dude. How's your aunt? Oh, she died. <laughs> I don't even have an aunt. All right. <laughs> I love when uh, they they throw him over uh, the railing and the tide takes him. Yeah. And it's just like one little quick shot of the water rushing in. And that's it. Go to the, go to the lighthouse. They all get down and they it's successful. <laughs> Start making out on the beach. The moment he slides in, it's so fucking his funny. Fa- he doesn't have sunglasses yes. on. And he just goes... <laughs> <laughs> he just like, and apparently he was on a board. Oh yeah, yeah. So supposedly there was like four crew members that had this long plank that they were they would like when the waves came in they pushed him on it, and they were like underwater yeah. holding him there, going oh like hurry Do up, we get it? Do we get the shot? That that's probably one of the best shots of the movie. It's so funny. Ugh. I I this is so right. So this is so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You deserve candlelight. You deserve music. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> oh, and there's one other part too. The the punchable face guy, one of the punchable face old guys, was on the couch. He was yeah. the last one at the party, and he goes, "Oh no, are you dead too?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they like, "What's tap wrong him. with this house?" <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Oh, see you tomorrow." Uh, sorry oh. for leaving. Sorry for leaving. <laughs> he does say that. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> it's the Hamptons, dude. Good God. All right, so scene four. The next morning, after some shenanigans, they attempt to call the police, but mistakenly hear a voicemail where Bernie tells Polly to kill them. Fearing the hitman is still out there, Richard and Larry make various attempts to leave the island, but ultimately they arrive back at Bernie's house. His face in the lawn chair with the cigarette in his mouth. It's so good. 
do 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 Hi, ladies. Anyways. So it was, uh, this is one of um, uh, like the improvised things that uh, Andrew McCarthy did. It was Monopoly. He, like he apparently brought Monopoly to set and would just like in between takes play with himself because he liked Monopoly. It was it new at the time. I don't know, but uh, it was it was his idea to be playing Monopoly with Bernie and like this whole thing, like it was, like stringing his arm up and everything like that. It was all Andrew McCarthy. I I I have to think now to a certain degree, um, at least Larry. And maybe, maybe, yeah, I think both of them to some degree, but mostly Larry, he's going crazy a little bit. <laughs> I think he's starting to believe in his own thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> he's believing in it too much for himself. He's having a little bit too much yeah, fun with it. He's taking it too seriously. And and by that point, yes, he's having too much fun with it. <laughs> he's, he's putting way too much into this. Why not just take Bernie, go take him up to his bed, throw him on there, <laughs> and then he'd be like, I don't know, we haven't really seen Bernie ever yeah, since this saw morning. Him last night. Everybody, Everybody saw, saw him, him last night. You know, we, we were all just hanging out, having a good time. His, uh, he his went girlfriend to, was here. You could yeah, interview her. Yeah. yeah. He was in bed. I, I mean, I guess we saw her come down, but we didn't see him come down. I don't know what happened. He must have been absolutely tired. absolutely right. Yeah. Another out. Another out. <laughs> but Larry, but Larry still no. Larry has not had enough. Larry has not had enough of being a cool guy on the island yet. He's not ready to give that up. Uh, he yeah. wants one more day of <laughs> ladies coming by. Hey, Bernie, good party last night. Yeah, he wants that. He's too stuck on the idea of like he's he's trying to he's trying to get the like peripheral. I'll call. <laughs> Peripheral pussy. You know, he's like, <laughs> Bernie's, Bernie, everyone likes Bernie. He's just tagging along. He's like, well, something will trickle down to me. Don't you well, have a word actually, for that? Like, we, are, we are assuming, we are actually assuming that Larry got some the night before. Oh, yeah. did he? Yeah. Are we assuming that? Because he's I, I, in the room. Richard's like, uh, Larry, we got it. Because after they come in from uh, Richard sees him wash up on the beach, like, yeah. Larry, uh, I really got to talk to you. Yeah. And he's like, give me 30 seconds. Yeah, and so either he did finish or but he did oh. go to other parties as well when yes. Richard fell asleep. So okay. I guess we can assume maybe giving me a little bit too much credit that he got another some. We are assuming okay. he got some. Yes. Okay. Right, but he fine. wants more. He I wants love, more. I love fucking the, the fly swatter, <laughs> dude. Just smacking him. Yeah. <laughs> and and this is really Terry Kaiser just sitting there getting hit with yeah. a swi- fly swatter and not reacting. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's unreal. That's unreal. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, When they do find the tape, they listen to the voicemail, and this is one of my favorite parts is when they're they're like, sex change operation? Yeah. And and because he's like, Larry Larry wrote the note, assuming it was Larry saying, I'm going to get a sex change operation. And he's like, why couldn't he say that you were going to have a sex change operation? And and this is where Jonathan Silverman doesn't get enough credit for his role, but he goes, Larry, no one is going to have a sex change operation. Ha! (laughs) He does that little, he does that weird little, like... He's no just ways. exacerbated about all of this anymore. Oh, he's just, it's just, I'm just done with it. He's just saying noises at this point. And there he goes, oh yeah. <laughs> he just, he, he can't, he can't take what's happening in front of him and, un, and like put it into a context that he wants to understand. <laughs> Larry has to think about it, how it personally is attacking him <laughs> every single time. It doesn't matter what it is. How is this personally attacking Larry? How does Larry come out on top? Yeah, that's it. Well, and this is where this is where an important part of the movie changes because by Richard and Larry's standards, they don't know really what's going on. They are assuming that someone is out to get them. Yeah, 
but no one is out to get them. Right. Right. And that's where that's a unique plot twist. And like, if they really knew what was happening, then mm-hmm. like they'd be fine. So that's why I like in, I enjoy this the idea that this script is probably pretty fun to write. Yeah. Just like you're getting your like that's what writing a script is, is like literally problem solving the entire time. And so now like we have to have them find out. But what if we what if they don't find out everything? What if they yeah. think it's just them? You know, it's super smart and I it just propels the story along and it it seems it seems like it's like very very natural. You know, because they are stupid nitwits. They're stupid nitwits. <laughs> They're you, stupid. Nitwits. You're right. Uh, <laughs> Did you a uh, couple a little bit of the Rambo trivia? Yeah, the Ted uh, Ted Kochev is his name. Kochev. So uh, Richard knocks out the. The bum employee that shows up, by the way, with some very nice puka shell necklace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knocks him out, and he says, you can come out now, Rambo. He says that in honor of Ted Kochif. But then George Chung plays the gardener who comes in next, like, what the? And they knock him out. He uh, wears an exact similar costume to the one that he wore in First Blood Part 2. Oh, wow. He was in First Blood Part 2 as a villain. Nice. (laughs) It's like, that's kind of a nice little, like... I like that. I think the beach bum, too is um Terry Kaiser's stuntman in this movie. I think they gave really? him, I think they gave him a role just because he was he was so integral to all of the things that this movie's about pretty much. You in yeah. here, you bastard. <laughs> you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I like do like when uh when Bernie's still alive and he's kicking him in the butt. <laughs> get out of here. It's such a weird awkward like yeah. What yeah, do you what do you uh, so AJ is this one of your like this is kind of your comedy but this is also in cert- certain moments. It's not where the first guy comes in. He's got the log, yeah, and he's like, "Where are you at? What is that?" <laughs> and then does it one more time. Does, does that get to you? Is that kind of the, your gripe? This is it's it's Tom and Jerry, man. Yeah. It's cartoons. It's it's it is. It's a cartoon that's happening in in real life, you know, to a degree. And yeah, it, it does definitely get to me. Like the whoa, <laughs> like all that was missing was a whoop, yeah, like sound noise and I just think it did kind like, of <laughs> and that that's all that's missing from this kind of stuff, like the like oh let's drag them down the way and uh, yeah you're knocking people out the conk noise kong, like, <laughs> that's all that's missing from this man. It's a little too cartoony for me, I guess. I like it just because it's ridiculous, but I yeah I I definitely know how you could uh, uh see that but uh, i'll watch this movie in two different moods yeah okay and if i'm <laughs> if i'm trying to unwind and i'm just like i've had a stressful day this isn't the movie that's gonna be, make me be like <laughs> uh, life's all right <laughs> no no it, it, like, what movie I, is that i, I, I have feel to, like this is the movie <laughs> i know not not after the stressful day after after this it's just i'm gonna be watching this being like oh, god Damn it. What else is on? I'm going to change it like <laughs> when I was a kid. But I am going to have the time when it's like, you know, it's a fun day. I just need to, you know, we'll just kind of unwind. It's like, okay. oh, man. That, have some a, more fun. It's pretty fun right there. Yeah. Nope. You know, I'll let that one go. Yeah, this is a fun movie. So <laughs> I honestly think this movie would be better with, like, a group. Like, yeah, I wish yeah, I yeah, watched yeah, yeah. it with you guys. I yeah. mean, I know it's, it's fine this way, but... In the theater. Yeah, it would be so... It probably, like, yeah. all of the shots where Bernie is just showing his face, I assume we would all just gut bust, you know? It is the... Um, what year did this come out? 89? So we're, com- we're coming up on, uh, what is that, 25? 35? <laughs> 35 yeah. years? Yeah. So maybe we can, like, organize some sort of in-the-theater 35-year anniversary party, you know what I mean? That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. Let's do Ooh, it. Ooh, here's a prop. <laughs> Porsche golf cart. Fuck oh, you guys! Fuck you! 
God. That is such a, like, that makes, that alone makes a live Bernie Lomax punchable in the face. Yeah. But I want the Porsche golf cart. I want to show up at some stupid-ass golf course and just be like, yeah, I brought my own golf cart. I love that. I love it so much. I'm <laughs> mad at so you. Um, I don't, this um, is hard There's not, there's not many fuck. props in this I'm going to take all of the sunglasses that Bernie wears cuz there are multiple yeah I, I want I want like a like a sleeve of them you know so I can just whip them out and pick one this is bullshit <laughs> uh may I offer um the toupee the Bernie's toupee <laughs> that'd be kind of a fun one no <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want it. Um, I will you come don't back. have to have a problem. I know. I will, I'll, have to. I'll tell you what. I will come back on this. I'm going to blurt it out and interrupt one of you at cool. some point in this show. Okay. okay. And uh, you'll be mad at me, but I'll 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 feel good about it. Fair enough. Okay. So as a licensed boat captain, many many of our fans may oh. not know that. I have a uh, a certification that I am a licensed captain and mm. I can commandeer a vessel and I can perform the vessel of its duties. Captain there, Mike. There are some there are some things we gotta do Captain Ron someday. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. There are some things that that make me uh, like as a kid. The what you're doing is illegal. Like we, <laughs> me and my family quote that all the time when they're in the marina. I used to wonder. I used to be like, well, what is he doing? What's he doing wrong? Is this guy just being a pompous asshole? <laughs> everything, <But> everything. <laughs> he's creating wake. They're reversing. He's on the front of the boat. But the one thing that does bother me is they're they they're doing the thing where Bernie falls off the back. Yeah. It's the thing AJ doesn't like, and he's getting towed around. Dude, no man, I love it <laughs> it's so much. The, the thing that bothers me as a boat as a licensed boat captain is they are on the green buoys. Right? Right. Mm. right. So I'm just going to give a little bit of trivia to our friends out there. If you're ever in a channel and you're on a boat and you've got uh, green and red buoys on each side, the way to determine which way to go and where to keep the buoys is red right return, which means keep the red buoys on your right when you're returning from sea. Okay. Which means that the direction they were actually going was returning from sea. So they were going uh, the wrong direction. They were they were trying to go out to sea, but they were actually returning from sea. I see. So, so I just wanted to throw that out. So that's why this movie went from a 10 to a 0 for me. Okay. Fans of the of show, even fans who pay to listen to it, pay to listen to some extra content yeah, and some go. merch and everything like that. Red right turn. Once goes. you're on your yacht like Mike has, you 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 know now how to yeah. uh, control things and, and return from sea. So when you when you when you're pulling up and you're like there's a red one, there's a green one. You're returning from sea, put the red on your right side. That's right. And you'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. So I, let's, I let's talk so, about how funny this scene is. I had so much anxiety <laughs> when when they were in the harbor trying to get out and everything like that. It it killed me. Like they were going full bore towards yeah. like boats. And yes. I'm like, that would destroy the hole. I don't know what it is. Um, and then they, they knock the two fishermen off and they finally get out, but Bernie gets caught in it's tethered to the back. I love the the wide shot of the two just like kind of chilling. They're like, yeah, we finally got out. And he's just like. Ding. See, this is so weird to me because I thought, I I thought it, AJ would have been like, this is comic genius gold. The best thing I've ever seen. And Sean would be like, fuck this movie. Yeah. And we're literally reversed. I cannot we're believe this. Reversed. And the fact that they took him off a ramp too. Dude, this like, is yes. this was a real this was a real was person. A real, Man. real person. He got injured doing this. Yeah. He broke like dude, four ribs doing dude, this. And and Bernie himself did so many of these stunts, yeah. not this one in particular, but Bernie got like yeah. uh sorry, uh, Terry Kaiser got injuries yeah. doing this. Like holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's dangerous. They really they really showed him like they really had him hit those uh 
posts. Buoys. Those buoys. They really had him hit those. And I, I get your your complaint about like what is that? What do you think that is? Like oh, maybe maybe <laughs> the dead body is. But off that's of the, the best boat. part. They've never been on a boat, so they're like, what the fuck are these? They're like, I don't know. Just go around them. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. It's, Have you ever know. driven a boat? I was born on a boat. Oh, no. Have you turned the key? <laughs> of course, I tried the key. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. It's just it, turn it turn it back around. Like I can see this as a cartoon, and you just have Richard who's like, <laughs> and then and then Larry. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, oh, 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 no. <laughs> Man overboard. Man overboard. And they, they pull him up. They He's pull, got they nice form. <laughs> they pull him up and he goes, oh, God. What, what, what? He lost my world. Lost watch. My, <laughs> he lost my watch. He lost he my, my sunglasses. Oh, my sunglasses. I'm thinking to myself, my like, he's going to be torn apart when they pull him back up. <laughs> nope. He's totally fine. Then they use him as a flotation device yeah. to yeah. get back to shore. Which reminded me of Jaws. Yes, the, of course. The two guys left at the end of Jaws. Spoiler alert. They, uh, you know, they get yeah. toe back Sorry, in. Joey. Yeah, sorry, man. Uh, I, do have my, I do have my prop. And it is, I, I thought, ooh. I thought it was going to be the Monopoly board. Now I'm going to go even more random. I want one of those weird couch things that Richard sl- falls asleep on. That was pretty oh, cool. Okay. I, want one, I want one of those things because I feel like I want that. It's just like I'm going to create a, a, a reading nook around that there with books I'll never read because I don't read books. Yeah, just you know, to take Instagram pictures yeah. around them. It'd be audio books all around me. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I want one of those things. That it looked like a hell asleep. of a pass-out place. I think that's a great little thing. Yeah. He, had, he had a couple of them in there, so... <laughs> yeah. I love those things. Nice. There it is. There's my prop, guys. <laughs> All right. So final scene, everybody. At the house, Gwen confronts Larry and Richard, who confess that Bernie has been dead since their arrival. At that moment, Polly suddenly appears and empties a pistol into Bernie's chest, then turns his attention to Larry, Richard, and Gwen. But the trio managed to subdue Polly. The police eventually arrive to place Polly under arrest for first-degree murder, and the movie ends. So, AJ, tell me this. You yeah. don't think it's funny when he gets buried <laughs> in the sand by a kid not the kid. He was buried in the sand by the kid, and they find him, and they're vacuuming him off, and they vacuum his fucking face. You don't think that's funny? Okay, let me take it from here, AJ. You don't think it's funny that when Bernie's sitting on the steps and Pauly like moves his leg out of the way, and the leg comes back and kicks him in the crotch, <laughs> and the music goes. Aah! You don't think that's funny? I'm just. It's like. <laughs> It's just eye rolls to me. It's just eye <laughs> rolls so weird to me. To me. <laughs> this is so I figured weird. you'd be totally into this movie. <laughs> like, it's like, and here's the, and I'll try to, I don't know how to explain it, guys. I really don't. Like, because there is a fine line between this being incredibly smart humor and it being incredibly silly, stupid humor. Yeah. And this falls to this silly, stupid side that I'm like, <laughs> that's not creative. That's just what you should be doing, you know? <laughs> so that's where it comes. Like, it becomes this very, like, pretentious approach to it, I think, okay. unfortunately, where I feel like I really, I agree with you guys. I'm like, I don't know why I'm not buying into this 100%, you yeah. know? I don't know why. I will say I watched it three times, and the third time, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe I saw these parts on TBS too much. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the commercials were too close. And this I is don't my know. this is my first time watching it too. So I'm like, this is all new and funny. See, this is the kind of comedies I want to see made nowadays. Yeah. But I guess maybe a little smarter. Um, but you can't make them nowadays because it's just about the two guys trying to get pussy. The yeah. whole movie, <laughs> you know, it's really what it is with but, a dead body. They're putting the pussy on the pedestal. <laughs> yeah, see what they're doing. That's right. So, yeah. This this is um, this is just quintessential eighties to me, where it's just like the music is going along to them and they're yeah. escaping. Yeah. And they finally get them and they beat them, and it's like 
this was always just like okay, like the the movie for me was always up until about this point, and yeah. then it was just kind of like okay, now we got to end this. I do. Yeah. The last funniest shot to me is uh, when. Polly, the gangster, bursts in the door. Yes. And Coronoto. Yes. Bernie's just sitting there. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's it, it's dude, you're absolutely right. He unloads on him. He's just still. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> like, and, then, and, then, and then they go, and Larry goes, Company. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, We didn't see anything. I'm blind. I'm blind. I'm blind. <laughs> Because well, we know I, blind I get people that. close their that. eyes and go like yeah. this, yeah. Like like when when Bernie when when Bernie falls over the deck and he falls onto um, Polly, yeah. the, 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 the yeah, the yeah. Man. When he falls onto him, he's just like, oh, oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> like he's attacking him. Very funny to me when and then he thinks he's got him dead again, but then he's sitting there again, like. <laughs> so, <laughs> clearly he is going to a mental institution yeah, and when he walks in and takes the most last ditch effort he can to just know he sealed the deal and just unload six <laughs> rounds into this guy's chest and he's still probably not sure <laughs> that is very funny yes. to me his, yes. his whole arc and that like I, why won't he die kind of bit is, is he's really alive. good he's alive he's in a straight <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it is it that is the very that's the <clears throat> funniest part of all this to me is the fact that he's worried that he's still not dead <laughs> the the crazy part that i've ne i never i'm sure this was so easy for like sean to pick up on but like as a kid i never picked up on the fact that this ties it in a bow the police show up and there's gunshots in the man. That is how he died. Yep. This guy killed him. Yep. It's and there you go. It's yep. like there you you you've resolved this issue that you have. It's all taken Very care true. of. Yeah, it was it was weird to me. Like I just never picked up on that. <laughs> yeah. I, I was meaning to say this earlier, but when we were like, is is Larry a good friend? Yes and no, probably more no. He's he's a Walter in the Big Lebowski. Ah, okay. That's that's what I compared him to. I'm like, he's got Good the ideas call. and he like he makes his friend kind of go along with it all the time and yeah. gets but him in the trouble. end like they really do yeah. want each other to do well and yeah. Yeah. succeed. And he put himself in front of, you know, yeah, yeah. his friends. He did actually. He put himself in front of his friends trying to uh like like tie up again very cartoonish. Yeah. Oh, let's yeah. run around. Oh, the cords wrapping him up. Oh, wait, what? Oh, no, I'm wrapped up. I do like the slapstick nature of, like, when they go up the spiral staircase. It's, uh, it's Polly, like three Stooges, Yeah, man. exactly. I like it. <laughs> Polly goes after him, and he accidentally shoots his gun, and then like, hits his head on the railing when he gets up. It's and like, the music. Like, I don't know if that was on accident. It doesn't seem like it, but that had to been, like, really rehearsed. Because it, it looked, yeah, it looked like it hurt. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. It's funny. And then that the final, again, I never noticed this. I love our critical rewatches at the very end. Bernie, Bernie slides down the thing and yeah. fall and tumbles and falls and they run away. And the kid comes over to bury him. The kid is wearing his first sunglasses that he had. On. Nice. Is he really the kid took him? Remember oh, kid, the kid took his weird little circular sunglasses and ran away with them. Yeah. When the kid comes back, he's got on those circular sunglasses. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I like do that. like that. I do like that a lot. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Well, boys, That's all I got, it's time for our first annual Pepper Joe's hot take. Uh, I've got a hot take for you. We are going to try some Pepper Joe's tropical habanero sauce. I've got it on a chip here. Okay. I'm going to ingest this hot stuff and tell you a very hot take. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. <clears throat> Hit it, buddy. Habanero Godspeed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get that out of here. <laughs> you son of a... <coughs> Uh -oh. 
Uh, go for it. Okay. Your face is turning a little Here's red. Here's my hot take. <laughs> Terry Kaiser should have won an Oscar for Best Actor. Okay, thank you. Wow. Not because the other nominated actors aren't amazing. <laughs> okay. But Come because on, the other nominated actors from that year could never have pulled off the role of Bernie Lomax. Okay. The comedic genius of Bernie Lomax, not only alive, but dead. Mm-hmm was incredible. The face, the ability to stay still and lifeless, but also <laughs> on, just Daddy. be one of the funniest parts of the movie. Here are the other nominated best actors from that year. Daniel Day-Lewis, My Left Foot. He uh, won the award. Oh, he won. Yeah. He won. <laughs> Great actor, obviously, but with his method acting, yeah. he would have to kill himself yeah. to understand how to play this role. He couldn't he, be it. And in that movie, he only needed his left foot. Yeah. He would have taken it way too far. Bernie yeah. is his whole body. Yep. Morgan Freeman, Driving Miss Daisy. Could you imagine a movie where Morgan Freeman did not use his beautiful voice? We love to hear his voice. He loves to speak more than we actually even love to hear his voice. Right. Morgan Freeman's not going to sign up for a role where he doesn't speak. Yeah. He, he yep. can't go around the whole time going, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Tom Cruise, <laughs> Tom Cruise, Born on the Fourth of July, okay. Robin Williams, Dead Poet Society. Tom Cruise... Can you imagine a movie where he doesn't run? Nope. Can't do the role. I think he's in a wheelchair for like 50% of that movie, too. And he probably still ran at some point. Yep. Robin Williams. Can you imagine Robin Williams in his comedic genius, (laughs) in his comedic genius of sitting still? Yeah. Robin Williams could never have performed. He's the most animated person, comedic person out there. (laughs) Harry Kaiser, Bernie Lomax was the best actor in 1989. Yeah. That's a hot take, Mike. How do you feel? Careful, don't touch your eyes. Hob- oh, no. yeah, oh Habanero. Yeah, that's a little hot. <laughs> hot takes deserve hot sauces. Hot Thank takes, you, baby. <laughs> All right, so we've dissected this movie with a modern eye. It is time to give a modern day rating. AJ, what do you think about this movie? Come on, man. There's there's some funny parts. <laughs> you know what? This is this is going to be a really good uh, example of getting to talk with. You know, other people about it, and you want to watch these types of movie, this type of a movie, and this one, I think, especially um, with other people mm-hmm. who will keep an open mind. They don't have to have seen it or, you know, love it or anything, but have the open mind around you to, to appreciate it as it's coming to them. Um, I do think it's funnier than when I was a kid. I think I'm getting along with it better. I do, I like Andrew McCarthy, obviously, now than when I was, you know, probably saw this for the first time. Um, I think that some of the tropes are still there. It feels like a Three Stooges cartoon to me a lot of the time. But I, you can look past that in the idea of, um, you know, the way that Terry Kaiser does put himself through this. That all being said, uh, I think I'm going to bump up a little bit. I'm going to give you a five point oh five. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, what about you, man? Uh, yeah, I was just kind of taken with this movie. I've never seen it before, and I this like like I said, my kind of comedy. Uh, it's just ridiculous, and is is just takes place on not reality. You know, it's, there's no yeah. there's, there's, there's nothing uh, like in real life about this movie. Uh, I I like all the performances, Andrew McCarthy and Jason Silverman, John, Jonathan Silverman, Jonathan Silverman. Uh, He's got his name. We've got his name wrong a ton of times. Yeah. Um, I think they're great together. I think their uh, chemistry is really good. Uh, like Terry Kaiser, I think your argument is apt. I think yeah. he 
could have at least been nominated, at least maybe like a Golden Globe or something. Something. Um, and yeah, I think all the bits are really funny. I it even on the third watch, like I said, it, it is like okay, yeah, it, I could probably wait another year to watch this movie or something like that, or want to watch it with a group. Um, and even talking about it in this episode is just like it, it's kind of the same scene over and over again, just different contexts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I really liked it. I'm uh, I'm gonna say I'm a six point eight five. Okay. Six point eight five for Sean. Uh, obviously, I'm not a nine point five as I was nostalgically, but but this movie is just hilarious. Like it's it's so dumb. It's perfect. It's it's perfectly eighties for me. Like late eighties. It's got it's got comedy. It's got weird scenarios and great acting and. And and seriously, Terry Kaiser's incredible in this movie, and and it reminds me still. It's hard to strip fully away the nostalgia because of what it reminds me of is watching it with the family and my grandma and stuff. So, I'm a six point eight is nice. what I'm going to be. So just under Sean. So six point two three is our group uh, modern day rating, I'm which is that. not huge. Uh, it is right above heavyweights, right below Bloodsport. <laughs> Below blood sport, right below blood sport, but above heavyweights, yeah, wrong. <laughs> well, well, we're gonna. I think we've determined. <laughs> hey, no. I, no, I'm done. We've determined that at, we're gonna say that at our. Let's say it every year. We each get to go back and change two of our ratings. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we're coming up on our two year mark. We each get to go make a couple changes. It's almost not fair though, because it's like, well, if I have Wait, to turn my seven you, into a ten, like, <laughs> well, no, hold on a second. Are you? What are you saying? You're saying that. It should be better than Bloodsport. It's better than Heavyweights. It is better than Heavyweights. Yeah. We are better oh, than oh, Heavyweights. I had it flip flop. You had it flip flop. Oh, thank God. Not <laughs> as good as Bloodsport, better than oh, Heavyweights. Oh, man. Well, are I'm you okay with this? Eh, Bloodsport, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait what, did you, what did you give Bloodsport? Hold on a second here. Honestly, we, go back and listen I to I bet Bloodsport. I gave Bloodsport higher than this. <laughs> Bloodsport was a very funny one. Let's just see what AJ gave Bloodsport. AJ. Okay, AJ, your your modern day rating of Bloodsport. Yeah, yep. You just gave Bernie's a higher rating than you gave. Your oh modern- my god! <laughs> you gave a four. You idiot! You gave a four point four to Bloodsport, and you gave a five point zero five to Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> well, while AJ is self imploding, we hope you enjoyed the episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Tune in next Wednesday for another great episode. It's time for an I've Never Seen episode, which we have not done in a while. We're going to tackle Explorers. Yeah. And we yeah. follow that up with Happy Gilmore. It's been asked, Happy Gilmore, oh my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and if you're new to the podcast, go back this time last year. We did a mini bite, Nostalgic 90s Drinks. Oh. It's a fun one. It was a really fun that, one. That had, that has a, Pretty important tagline for our show. Yeah. Does it? <laughs> damn dang it. Oh, that, damn dang it. <laughs> damn cool. dang. That's a Capri Sun. That's that's your thought process while opening a Capri Sun, but punching through the back of it instead. It's, damn dang it. It's perfect it's timing, too, because like when I think of uh, 90s snack drinks, I think of summertime. Yep. Yeah. So it's perfect timing. Yep. Fucking Lots of sugar. Surge. And- Yep. Capri lots Sun, of Capri Sun, Jones lots of high C, lots of Tang. I tell my Tang story on that. Yeah. <laughs> my Tang story. Yeah. The, just, the one Tang story. <laughs> just orange shit. <laughs> so just there you go. Yeah. Thanks. Goodbye. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Please stay in touch with us by following on all of our social media platforms. 
at Confused Breakfast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and Confused Be Fast on Twitter. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice right now. Also, we have merch. You know you want to rep the Confused Breakfast in public. Mugs, stickers, shirts, all kinds of goodies. Go to ConfusedBreakfast.com for a direct link. And don't forget about our voicemail number, 319-804-9596. Links to everything you could ever need from us are in the show notes or at ConfusedBreakfast.com. This includes a way to follow all of us individually in our personal projects that we want you to check out. Mission of the day, tell your friends about us. We'll see you next time. Goodbye! Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.